Chapter Ten of the Enchanted Typewriter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Enchanted Typewriter by John Kendrick Bangs. Chapter Ten, Golf in Hades. Jim said, "I to Boswell one morning as the typewriter began to work, perhaps you can enlighten me on a point concerning which a great many people have questioned me recently. Has golf taken hold of Hades yet?" you referred to it some time ago and i've been wondering ever since if it had become a fad with you has <laughs> it laughed my visitor well i should rather say it had the fact is it has been a great boon to the country you remember my telling you of the projected revolution led by cromwell and caesar and the others i do very well said i and i have been intending to ask you how it came out oh everything's as fine and sweet as can be now rejoined boswell somewhat gleefully and all because of golf we are all quiet along the sticks now all animosities are buried in the general love of golf and every one of us high or low autocrat and revolutionist is hobnobbing away in peace and happiness on the links why only six weeks ago apollyon was for cooking bonaparte on a waffle iron and yesterday the two went out to the cimmerian links together and played a mixed foursome, Bonaparte and Medusa playing against Apollyon and Delilah. "'Dear me! Really!' I cried. "'That must have been an interesting match.' "'It was, and up to the very last it was nip and tuck between them, said Boswell. "'Apollyon and Delilah won it with one hole up, and they got that on the putt. They'd have halved the hole if Medusa's back hair hadn't wiggled loose and bitten her caddy just as she was holing out.' "'It is a remarkable game,' said I. "'There is no sensation in the world quite equal to that which comes to a man's soul when he has hit the ball a solid clip and sees it sail off through the air towards the green, whizzing musically along like a very bird.' "'True,' said Boswell. "'But I'm rather of the opinion that it's a safer game for shades than for you purely material persons.' "'I don't see why,' I answered. "'It is easy to understand.' returned boswell for instance with us there is no resistance when by a mischance we come into unexpected contact with the ball take the experience of diogenes and solomon at the st jonah's links week before last the wise man's handicap was on diogenes and simple simon were playing just ahead of solomon and montaigne solomon was driving in great form for the first time in his life he seemed able to keep his eye on the ball and the way he sent it flying through the air was a caution Diogenes and Simple Simon had both had their second stroke, and Solomon drove off. His ball sailed straight ahead like a missile from a catapult, flew in a bee-line for Diogenes, struck him at the base of his brain, continued on through, and landed on the edge of the green. "'Mercy!' I cried. "'Didn't it kill him?' "'Of course not,' retorted Boswell. "'You can't kill a shade. Diogenes didn't know he'd been hit.' but if that had happened to one of you material golfers there'd have been a sickening end to that tournament there would indeed said i there isn't much fun in being hit by a golf-ball i can testify to that because i have had the experience and i called to mind the day at st peterkin's when i unconsciously stymied with my material self the celebrated willie MacGuffin, the demon driver from the hootman links scotland MacGuffin made his mark that day if he never did before and I bear the evidence thereof even now, 
although the incident took place two years ago, when I did not know enough to keep out of the way of the player who plays so well that he thinks he has a perpetual right of way everywhere. "'What kind of clubs do you Stygians use?' I asked. "'Oh, very much the same kind that you chaps do,' returned Boswell. "'Everybody experiments with new fads, too, just as you do. Old Peter Stuyvesant, for instance, always drives with his wooden leg, and never uses anything else unless he gets a lie where he's got to.' "'His wooden leg?' I roared with a laugh. "'How on earth does he do that?' "'He screws the small end of it into a square block shod like a brassy,' explained Boswell. "'Tees up his ball, goes back ten yards, makes a run at it, and kicks the ball pretty nearly out of sight. He can putt with it, too, like a dream, swinging it sideways.' "'But he doesn't call that golf, does he?' I cried. "'What is it?' demanded Boswell. "'I should call it football,' I said. "'Not at all,' said Boswell. "'Not a bit of it. He hasn't any foot on that leg, and he has got a golf-club head with a shaft to it. There isn't any rule which says that the shaft shall not look like an inverted nine-pin, nor do any of the accepted authorities require that the club shall be manipulated by the arms. I admit it's bad form the way he plays, but, as Stuyvesant himself says, he never did travel on his shape.' "'Suppose he gets a cuppy lie?' I asked, very much interested at the first news from Hades of the famous old Dutchman. "'Oh, he does one of two things,' said Boswell. "'He stubs it out with his toe, or goes back and plays two more. Munchausen plays a good game, too. He beat the Colonel forty-seven straight holes last Wednesday, and all Hades has been talking about it ever since.' "'Who is the Colonel?' I asked innocently. "'Bogey,' returned Boswell. "'Didn't you ever hear of Colonel Bogey?' "'Of course,' I replied, "'but I always supposed Bogey was an imaginary opponent, not a real one.' "'So he is,' said Boswell. "'Then you mean—' "'I mean that Munchausen beat him forty-seven up,' said Boswell. "'Were there any witnesses?' I demanded, for I had little faith in Munchausen's regard for the eternal verities, among which a golf-card must be numbered if the game is to survive. "'Yes, a hundred, said Boswell. "'There was only one trouble with him. "'Here the great biographer laughed. "'They were all imaginary, like the colonel.' "'And Munchausen's score?' I queried. "'The same, naturally. "'But it makes him kingpin in golf circles just the same, "'because nobody can go back on his logic,' said Boswell. "'Munchausen reasoned it out very logically indeed, "'and largely,' he said, to protect his own reputation.' "'Here is an imaginary warrior,' said he, "'who makes a bully, but wholly imaginary, score at golf. "'He sends me an imaginary challenge to play him forty-seven holes. "'I accept. "'Not so much because I consider myself a golfer "'as because I am an imaginer, if there is such a word.' "'Ask Dr. Johnson,' said I, a little sarcastically. "'I always grow sarcastic when golf is mentioned.' "'Dr. Johnson be began Boswell. "'Boswell!' I remonstrated. "'Dr. Johnson, be it,' I was about to say, clicked the typewriter suavely, but the ink was thick and inclined to spread. Munchausen felt that Bogey was encroaching on his preserve as a man with an imagination. "'I have always considered Colonel Bogey a liar,' said I. "'He joins all the clubs and puts up an ideal score before he has played over the links.' "'That isn't the point at all,' said Boswell. "'Golfers don't lie. Realists don't lie. 
nobody in polite or say rather accepted society lies they all imagine munchausen realizes that he has only one claim to recognition and that is based entirely upon his imagination so when the imaginary colonel bogey sent him an imaginary challenge to play him forty-seven holes at golf why forty-seven i asked an imaginary number explained boswell don't interrupt as i say when the imaginary colonel i must interrupt said i what was he colonel of a regiment of perfect caddies said boswell ah i see i replied imaginary in his command there isn't one perfect caddy much less a regiment of the little reprobates you are wrong there said boswell you don't know how to produce a good caddy but good caddies can be made how i cried for i have suffered i'll have the plan patented take a flexible brassy and at the ninth hole if they deserve it give them eighteen strokes across the legs with all your strength said boswell but as i said before don't interrupt i haven't much time left to talk with you but i must ask one more question i put in for i was growing excited over a new idea you say give them eighteen strokes across the legs across whose legs yours replied boswell just take your caddy up place him across your knees and spank him with your brassy spank isn't a good golf term but it is good enough for the average caddy in fact it will do him good go on said i with a mental resolve to adopt his prescription well said boswell munchausen having received an imaginary challenge from an imaginary opponent accepted he went out to the links with an imaginary ball an imaginary bag full of fanciful clubs and licked the imaginary life out of the colonel still i don't see said i somewhat jealously perhaps how that makes him kingpin in golf circles where did he play on imaginary links said boswell Poh! i ejaculated don't sneer said boswell you know yourself that the links you imagine are far better than any others what is munchausen's strongest point i asked seeing that there was no arguing with the man driving approaching or putting none of the three he cannot putt he foozles every drive and at approaching he's a consummate ass said boswell then what can he do i cried count said boswell haven't you learnt that yet you can spend hours learning how to drive weeks to approach and months to putt but if you want to win you must know how to count i was silent and for the first time in my life i realized that munchausen was not so very different from certain golfers i have met in my short day as a golfiac and then boswell put in you see it isn't lofting or driving that wins he continued cups aren't won on putting or approaching it's the man who puts in the best card who becomes the champion i am afraid you are right i said sadly but i am sorry to find that hades is as badly off as we mortals in that matter golf sir retorted boswell sententiously is the same everywhere and that which is dome in our world is directly in line with what is developed in yours i'm sorry for hades said i but to continue about golf do the ladies play much on your links well rather returned boswell and it's rather amusing to watch them at it too xanthippe with her greek clothes finds it rather difficult 
but for rare sport you ought to see queen elizabeth trying to keep her eye on the ball over her ruff it really is one of the finest spectacles you ever saw but why don't they dress properly ah sighed boswell that is one of the things about hades that destroys all the charm of life there we are but shades granted said i but your garments can our garments can't said boswell through all eternity we shades of our former selves are doomed to wear the shadows of our former clothes then what the devil does a poor dressmaker do who goes to hades i cried she makes over the things she made before said boswell that's why my dear fellow the biographer added becoming confidential that's why some people confound hades with the uh, the other place don't you know <laughs> still there's golf i said and that's a panacea for all ills you enjoy it don't you me cried boswell me enjoy it not on all the lives in christendom it is the direst drudgery for me drudgery i said bah nonsense boswell you forget he began forget it must be you who forget if you call golf drudgery no sighed the genial spirit no i don't forget i remember remember what i demanded that i am dr johnson's caddy was the answer and then came a heart-rending sigh and from that time on all was silence i repeatedly put questions to the machine made observations to it derided it insulted it but there was no response it has so continued to this day and i can only conclude the story of my enchanted typewriter by saying that i presume golf has taken the same hold upon hades that it has taken upon this world and that i need not hope to hear more from that attractive region until the game has relaxed its grip which i know can never be hence let me say to those who have been good enough to follow me through the realms of the sticks that i bid them an affectionate farewell and thank them for their kind attention to my chronicles they are all truthful but now that the source of supply is cut off i cannot prove it i can only hope that for one and all the future may hold as much of pleasure as the place of departed spirits has held for me end of chapter ten end of the enchanted typewriter by john kendrick bangs recording by kathy barrett